You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back in to the Lions 24-7 podcast. I am Tyler Donahue. We've got a great guest coming up for you in just a moment here on this episode of the podcast. Alex Birchmeyer the top-rated member of Penn State's 2023 recruiting class, a class that is inside the top five of national rankings. He really helped start the foundation last summer with the commitment. We're almost a year removed, the year later, creeping up towards his eventual signing, but he's got a senior season to look forward to. He was just at Penn State camp. He's got an official visit to get to here later in the month, so we've got a lot to discuss with Birchmeyer. Tyler Calvaruzzo came out the uh, came out of running and sprinting, I should suppose you could say, uh, on the job here at Lines twenty four seven, covering recruiting full time for us. Hopefully, you've caught his coverage uh, on the site. But he will join us at the start next week. We're going to have a lot to look at because you've seen him. He's been busy tracking these offensive, uh, these official visits, I should say. Um, a lot of them coming through this week. Not quite as many as next week, which shapes up to be the biggest of the month. But uh, a very impressive group coming together here this this week and, and potentially one that could be big for long distance. A Trayon Webb, uh, four-star running back, one of the premier players of that position in the country, confirming with us this morning he is going to be following through on the plan to have an official visit. Fellow quarter, uh, fellow Florida prospect and quarterback commit Marcus Stokes will be on campus this week. And we've got all those names covered at lines247.com, where right now you can also check out uh, coming off the field Friday, uh, Wednesday, we had a bunch of Penn State coach availabilities it was not just James Franklin, the head coach, and he had a very impassioned case to make for NIL and how Penn State needs to factor into it on a national level. Um, but we also heard a little bit about Hunter Norzad, that new addition uh, by way of transfer, Abdul Carter, who just came to campus as a linebacker, as a freshman. And then, of course, Chop Robinson, the transfer from Maryland, who got started as a student athlete just a few days ago. Uh, all that stuff covered during our coverage there, but also uh, position coaches. Anthony Poindexter talking about safeties. Jay Wan Slater breaking down a running back room that's really evolved. Uh, Taylor Stubblefield looking for a new piece to rise up at wide receiver. Phil Troutwine and the improvements they need. And Mike Yersich talking about his quarterback room. So a lot of content over at lines247.com. We're going to kind of push that into next week in our next episode, break down all the things we heard from those coaches, because right now it's time to put that aside and bring in five-star offensive lineman Alex Birchmeyer from Broad Run High School down in Virginia. Alex, I don't know if you can believe it, but it's been almost a full year since you made your announcement that you're coming to play college football for Penn State. Uh, does it seem like you're kind of a veteran around campus these days? Uh I wouldn't say I'm a veteran just yet. You know, I got a long way to go before I can say that, but it's definitely, definitely happy I committed early. So, you know, I have all this, a little bit more experience than some other people. You got your commitment in early. Uh, you've been followed by a few impressive offensive linemen, one of the top offensive line classes in the country. Um, you may correct me and say it's the top offensive line class in the country, but I got a chance and we got a chance to see all of you on the field last Saturday working with Phil Troutwine, uh, working with some current offensive linemen on the Nittany Lions roster. Generally, what was it like to be just a few yards away from these guys that you plan on spending a few years with? You know, it really just made it realistic, like what I'm going to see in a couple of years when I – Look to my left and right and see these guys playing on the field next to me. You know, I'll see like Cooper Cousins, Anthony Donka, Javen. You know, all those guys are great. 
now Joshua Miller not up there at, at for the camp session. He told us he'd be up for the official visit in a couple of weeks. But you mentioned Cooper Cousins. He's in that 2024 group, um, and he's got things started for that class. We'll see where it grows from there. But he's a top 24-7 prospect from the state of Pennsylvania. I, I want to talk about him because he elected to commit very early on uh, during his sophomore year. What did Penn State gain in getting him on board early, and what's his personality like? Does he seem like a guy who can go out, maybe attract some other talent? No, he's definitely out there recruiting as much as he can. I, I kind of see it, and I kind of like laugh at him because like, it's how, like what I was doing earlier on when I committed, and it's really like great to see. I mean, it's a guy like that. It's the type of guy we want in the program. Now he's pushing six foot six, three hundred pounds, and I know a lot of people out there. Some of our listeners may be surprised to learn he's snapping the football. He did that at, at camp on Saturday. You watch the film from last year as a sophomore, you'll see that. Um, is it surprising when you see a player of his stature at the center position? You know, you don't see it as often, but like with his body type, I think it's definitely doable. And I've seen him play guard and tackle, and he can definitely play all five positions. So you know, he's really versatile. Versatility, obviously something everyone values in an offensive lineman. Where where are you when it comes to that conversation? How many positions are you capable of playing when you get to the power five phase of your career? Um, but and, and ultimately, where do you in, in, intend to start that next phase? You know, personally, I think I can play all five positions. Just need to work on snapping the football a little bit, gaining some more weight, see how my body develops. I mean, once all that happens, uh, I mean, I like to play guards. You know, I've been playing it for the past three years, and I think it's fun. But honestly, I'm open to play anywhere on the field. I mean, whatever gets me out there first. Maybe this has changed over the years because guys look a little bit different and, and they train differently and they eat differently. But five-star offensive linemen aren't the 330-pound, you know, just gargantuan prospects that some people may conjure up. What did you check in at on Saturday weight-wise? So I checked in at right like at 280. And, and it's, it looks like you've got a lot of room. I mean, you carry it very well. Um, do you think ultimately that that you are a guy who needs to get beyond the 300-pound mark and, and that you'll be comfortable there? Or could you see yourself staying, I guess, relatively light? Um, I definitely could see myself going up to like 310. I definitely think my body can take that. I think I'll look, still look good being that weight. So I definitely think that's going to happen. I mean, there's no offensive lineman under 300 pounds on Penn State's roster right now. So – that's just something I keep in the back of my head like when I'm eating it's because i got to eat more and all that. Yeah, you look around your class. I don't think anybody in that group staying under 300 at the next level either. Um, hey, you got wrestling uh, as, as a huge part of your athletic resume. You're a two-time state champion. I, I, I know you want to uh, you know, really celebrate what you've done on the wrestling mat, I'm sure, because you get a lot of attention for football. Uh, when it comes to balancing that in football, has that kind of impacted your ability to train maybe the way a normal offensive lineman who would be dedicated to football 365, you know, has that kind of changed your ability and adding some of that weight? Oh, yeah. I mean, wrestling adds like muscle to places in your body you didn't know you could have muscle to. So there's like little things. It's like, it's crazy. Like what that does to your body. It's just like the type of workouts that puts you through and just the mentality thing that builds. And I mean, it's, I mean, it's great for you. A camp setting like Saturday and, and certainly one when you get to the, some of these larger regional camps and national camps can be intimidating for a lot of linemen. Maybe they're used to, to public high school ball and then you step up and you've got these blue chip talents across the field. But your experience of going through a state wrestling tournament when it's man versus man every step of the way, how has that equipped you mentally for when you, 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 you kind of face those challenges on the football field? I mean, after I like got to my first state tournament and won that, 
I really haven't been nervous since, except for my second state tournament. So, like, nothing really compares to that, like, nerve-wise or, like, being mentally prepared. So I think that really helps on the football field so I can, like, keep my cool and, like, really think about, like, what, what needs to happen or what I need to do. And we, we, we've talked about it a bit with P.J. Mustafer, team captain up here, a defensive tackle. He was a two-time state champ down at Maryland. And he generally talked about, over the course of four quarters, drawing on some of that wrestling experience. Maybe when some guys run out of it a little bit in their gut, he can find a little bit more. Do you think that that's something you find over the course of four quarters at the high school level and, and maybe carrying forward into the Big Ten? Oh, 100%. Yeah. What does that feel like? I mean, what what, what kind of uh, – what, what gets instilled within you? You know, it's really like you can't, like, you can't stop now. Like, you like you have to finish. Like, you can't – you got to finish strong with everything. So, like, you can't finish weak. You finished a lot of blocks. I mean, folks who haven't seen the film from your junior year yet, uh, a powerful junior campaign. What did you feel like you made the biggest strides for uh, from when you committed to Penn State and working your way through that junior campaign and to where you are now? Um, really just I, – I realized from my sophomore the junior film, my pass broke could take a lot of work because we didn't really do that too much in our sophomore season, but my junior season I think we did a little bit more. I mean, since then it's just gotten better. You know, I've been really focusing on that. Also been focused on, like – run blocking and everything, just technique, you know, like getting everything drilled in my mind to kind of slow down the game when I'm out there. And Does wrestling technique come into play? I, I, I'm going to keep drawing on, on your success on the map because you know, how much of that, knowing how to use your hands, knowing how to, to maybe uh, you know, use use some weaknesses to your advantage that, that someone's displaying, is that something that pops up over the course of a game that maybe other football players just wouldn't be able to identify? Yeah, I mean, it really does, especially with, like, hand placement and body control. Like, say I'm blocking a D lineman and I feel them start to, like, go one way. I can definitely detect that a lot faster than other kids could just because I'm used to that with wrestling and, like, kind of reaction. What feels better, a, a pin or a pancake? Ooh, that's a hard question. I mean, in the right, like, in the right situation, you know, a pancake could be, could be pretty good. But, like, a pin and, like, a big setting is definitely, definitely the best. Yeah, it'd have to be like a pancake that springs an 80-yard touchdown run in a state yeah. championship game, kind of, okay. I guess, to measure up. Um, looking forward to your senior year, you're going to have a big bullseye on your back every time you hit the football field. People know who you are. They know the ratings. They know where you're heading to play college football. What do you have in store to kind of counter the attention that you're going to get? Because I'm sure every defensive lineman is going to view this matchup. Either A, they're going to be very intimidated and fearful of it, or B, they think it's going to be their chance to get on the FBS radar and make their move. You know, I'm not really worried about that. I know my abilities and my abilities compared to the other people that I'm going to play, and I definitely know there's, like, nobody's going to, like, put me on their highlight tape this year. So I'm not too worried about that. And, and going toward your senior film or going toward your senior season, when we do see film of that, where do you think, think we'll see the most notable improvements that you're making in your final high school season? Definitely just the like ability to finish and like aggression and everything. Um, same with that, like pass pro, it's definitely going to be a lot more technical and less like just kind of trying to manhandle people. Well, let's talk about that technical aspect because a big part of, of what we hear about Phil Troutwine is that attention to details. He's not a yeller. Um, what do you pick up on Phil Troutwine's personality working with him on Saturday? And what did you pick up kind of on his mentality as an offensive line mind? I mean, you really said it perfectly. He's not a yeller. So, I mean, he'll like pull you out to the side and come talk to you and kind of help you and really focus on like what you need to work on. And he's very good at like identifying what that is. 
So, I mean, just going to camps, like, definitely helps me a lot with just technique-wise and hearing what he says because, I mean, he's very knowledgeable in all those areas. Now, someone who was a bit loud on Saturday and and into Sunday when you weren't around but they continued camp was Frank Leonard, uh, Penn State's offensive line analyst, a guy who's got history across college football in the NFL uh, with Bill Belichick with the New England Patriots. Uh, he was, you know, pretty intense, and I think you were, you know, you heard some of that. What do you, how do you respond to, to that kind of coaching? Because he's a guy who made sure you heard what he was saying, and I think in a way he was trying to get a feel for what you guys were about. No, you gotta, you, no, no one can not love Coach Leonard. He's one of the best guys on that field, and uh, he definitely is a lot different style of coaching than Coach Trotwine, but it, it brings good balance, you know. Like, it's definitely, like, some kids need his style of coaching just for him to, like, get in your ear and start yelling at you. It really tells you to, like, you know, focus on what's happening at the moment and finish your rut. Yeah, we have video of that at Lions 24-7. If you haven't seen it, folks, head over there. I know Mark Brennan posted that on our message board, Frank Leonard, giving some instruction to some campers. I'm not sure if you were part of that group in that instance or not. Others uh, that were giving instruction were some current players, Nick Dawkins, Landon Tangwald, the new guy on campus, Hunter Norzad. Did you particularly connect with any of those guys and kind of what was your impression of getting to interact with them a bit? Yeah, you know, I had Landon, Nick Dawkins, and Hunter coaching me the whole day while I was there going through their stations and stuff. I mean, that's a really great thing to do, just seeing, like, the difference between how Coach Trotwine coaches you and, like, how they do because it's really like a mirror. It's the same thing. So you can tell his Coach Trotwine's coaching is working really well on them. It does not feel long ago that that Nick and Landon were, were on that field and kind of your spot, rising seniors, uh, working with the, the Penn State staff. Um, I know that you're not necessarily guaranteed to play alongside either of those guys in the future, but what did you take away from your interaction with them and, 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 and kind of what the mentality is going to be required at the next level? I definitely took away that they're all the all of them are great people, and that's one thing I look forward to. I mean – we're all good people, so that kind of reflects on the rest of the program that they're probably all great kids, and I really like that. And, I mean, they want you to get better. They were actually coaching me. They weren't just there trying to, like, talk to me or something. We'll be right back on the Lions 24-7 podcast. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tell me a little bit about uh, Javen Williams from your perspective. He's considered the number one overall prospect in the state of Pennsylvania in our rankings. Um, one of the premier offensive line prospects in this class, like yourself. Uh, you got a chance to work alongside him. I- I'm sure you've seen some of his film. What is Penn State adding with him? Javen's definitely the – he's very athletic. You know, he, his great body control is very explosive. And, I mean, working with him is great. You know, I definitely think we can go hand-in-hand together on the field. 
And then Anthony Donko was also involved out there. Uh, another kid who's very solidly built. Uh, looks like it looks like he's just about ready to make that move himself. Um, what was your, I guess, general takeaway from from getting to work with uh, another Virginia guy? Mm-hmm. I mean, I work with Anthony Donko probably almost every every other week together on offensive line things. So I mean, we've been doing great on that. I love the kid. I mean, he's great. He's good at football. So that's good. Tell me a little bit about how you two work together. Is that in person getting together? Is that virtually? So we work together in person. At So my office, my high school office line coach, he works at a facility that has some turf, a weight room and everything. So we'll go there together and we'll like, we'll kind of meet, it's in the middle of us. So we'll meet in the middle and uh, we'll work together in person on like everything pass, bro, run, block in, uh, just like technique wise. And, and the two of you, have have you been doing that just since you've both been commits? Is that predate being Penn State commits? Uh, it's been well, we, well, like me and him have both been commits because that's like we kind of contacted each other. We're like, all right, we're going to be playing together at the next level. I mean, we should probably like start working together and stuff, like get to know each other a little bit. So, I mean, it can't hurt. Elsewhere in Virginia, Joshua Miller's been in this class for a while. He's a guy who's seen his profile raise up. He's gotten some new offers. He's got a bit of a rankings bump. Um, is he someone that you've been connected with as well? I haven't been able to train with him in person. He's a little like farther away from me in Virginia, but I definitely like I definitely love the kid. He's super nice. We met we've met at Penn State multiple times. And, you know, I can't wait to work with him. Mention you're all going to be on campus for that June 17th to 19th official visit weekend. Who's not going to be on campus is the question now for that weekend. Yeah. What are you looking forward to most about, you know, putting the text thread aside and actually getting face to face with a lot of these guys? Definitely just connecting with them, like seeing how we all work with each other. I'm sure it'll go great and everything. Kind of seeing how we can recruit some of the other kids out there with us. I think, I think we'll get some good things going there. You mentioned it. I mean, you're going to be joined on campus, standing alongside a, a bunch of the top targets on Penn State's board, guys that you would like to see as your future teammates. Uh, what is the general uh, ability, do you think, of your presence as commits to kind of help not push them, but maybe encourage them to get like this is the right field and the right fit? Oh, I mean, like when we're all together, we're, I mean, we, we look like we're all best friends. I think that really helps kids like kind of feel comfortable where they at because some kids go on visits like they don't really know anyone but then I feel like they'd see us and I'd feel like oh like I kind of want to be a part of that group and so I really think it benefits kids. Do you have uh, any guys in particular that that you're whether it's because of regional or because of other connections that you've particularly been kind of close with trying to commit or t- trying to recruit or at least trying to present the case for Penn State? Yeah, I mean, obviously we got Evan Link. I think he's up this weekend on his official visit with uh, Marcus. And then next weekend we have Caden Proctor coming up, so that's going to be good too. Yeah, what do you think about Proctor? I mean, he's obviously a, a mammoth of a talent. Uh, I think we've got him as one of the top two or three offensive tackles, if not the number one guy in the country. People see that he's from Iowa and that Iowa wants him, and they just assume, well, that's going to be hard to pull off. You, you think you guys you know, getting alongside with him on campus can make a dent in that? Yeah, obviously, I think we have a shot. I mean, we can change anyone's mind, but, I mean, he's definitely an exceptional talent and, you know, he's very good at football, and I think he'd fit in great with us. And Evan Link, as you said, part of that official visit weekend uh, that's going to begin on Friday. Um, is he a guy that that you've been in pretty steady communication with, and kind of how do you think Penn State fits in in the grand scheme with him? Yeah, I think he's a great fit for Penn State. Honestly, like, he's one of our top recruits at this moment that we're trying to get, and uh, – 
it's definitely one of our top targets. It seems like this offensive line class, although it's already quite impressive, is going to continue to grow. Maybe a couple more guys by the end of the process. Um, where do you think this group can be by the time you all assemble on campus in 2023? Honestly, I think we can take this group to national championship. You know, I think this recruiting class combined with the 2022 one, I think we're going to do great things together. Marcus Stokes obviously is a long way away uh, from campus, but he was there last weekend. He's there again this weekend. When you see a quarterback commit from Florida, knowing all the schools in that area that, that want a good quarterback, how reassuring is it that he keeps returning to see Penn State and spending time with, with other guys? Oh, I mean, that kid loves Penn State. You know, he loves us. You know, he's just a good person, good, good person to have around. So, it's, you know, I don't, I don't see him going anywhere else. We always want to know what the vibe is around a quarterback because not only do you need to be able to throw the ball, you got to lead a huddle, lead a locker room at the college level, be a bit of a face of the franchise kind of guy. Tell us what Marcus Stokes is like when he doesn't have the football in his hands. You know, he's definitely the the center of the room. You know, he loves talking. He loves, you know, hey, let's let's go play around a cornhole like that was going last weekend or just things like that. He definitely likes leading the room and everything, which I mean, it's great, great things to do when you're when you're a quarterback. So. I do want to ask you about one younger guy that you spent time with this past weekend. I came away really impressed by Liam Andrews, 2020 or 2024 prospect out of New England. Um, he was, I don't know if you led the group in pancakes or he did, but it was probably neck and neck between the two of you. Uh, he's a guy that Penn State long-term will be following for a while, I'm sure. Uh, is he someone that you're personally going to be keeping tabs on? Oh, of course. Yeah, they, he's a great kid. I, spent a, I actually spent a lot of time with him. Um, yeah, we definitely want him here. You know, he's a great recruit. I think him and Cooper get along really well. I saw them chopping it up. Yeah, I mean, he likes all the other guys here. So, do you get fired up when a kid shows up to a campus like that and, and, and brings that kind of aggression, brings that kind of confidence, rep after rep? Oh, of course. You know, there's, there's, I mean, it's perfect. Like, what else could you ask for? So what's next for you, uh, aside from making this trip to Penn State, um, what's next as you get ready for your, your final stretch of games at the high school level? I mean, obviously we got the official visit on the 17th, but other than that, I mean, I'm working out five days a week, you know, getting ready, get my mind right, treat my body well and everything, gaining weight consistently. So, I mean, we got all that going for me, so I think we're going to have a good, pretty good senior season coming up. You've got a bunch of family, including your father, that have played at the high level of college football. Uh, your brother was a wrestler for the Naval Academy. It's an athletic family. You're next up. Uh, obviously, you've been on the radar for a long time, but how do does their past successes and how does their past uh, encounters with challenges they had to overcome kind of help you as you navigate the next phase of your life? You know, I mean, it really motivates me to try, like, try to keep up the standard of what like being a Berkmeyer is and uh, – so that's that. That's the main thing, and getting a lot of like talking to my brother about like, you know, if we're if I'm working out this, how should I like manage this and that that, and then, um, and so I mean I have a lot of great people around me to point me in the right direction. What is the standard of being a Birchmeyer? Yeah, you know, just doing your best, being the greatest. Well, and so far, so good. I think you're on the right path. Uh, we look forward to seeing you at Penn State with more frequency. But uh, I guess in the meantime couple weeks from now, official visit. It's a big one. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you after that. Yes, sir. All right. Take care. Cool. Thank uh, he you. Is Alex Birchmeyer. Absolutely. He is Alex Birchmeyer and uh, really enjoyed that conversation. Uh, you know, a guy that I think as you get a chance to, to know him and, and watch him a little bit, you get the sense that, that not only did Penn State get a really good player, but they got the, the kind of culture driver that James Franklin often talks about. And I think 
the offensive line, you want to talk about culture shift, culture driving, whatever, the trend of this offensive line group. They've got work to do. There are some moving pieces beyond these four. But what they've done in 2023, what they've started to do in 2024 with Cooper Cousins, you know where they're coming from in 2021, but really a lot to like about a potential transitive moment for the offensive line room. I think a lot of people will hope uh, under the direction of Phil Troutwine in year three as he, as he works with his current components, but also starts to assemble a collection of incoming Nittany Lions. Uh, that's actually going to be it for this edition of the podcast. We've got to get back to work. we got official visits to track. we got a lot to do coming off of these coaching availabilities. Again, at lions247.com right now, we're breaking down a lot of what we heard, not just from James Franklin, but all the members of the staff on position battles, on incoming freshmen, on risers heading into preseason camp, and then, of course, Official visits being monitored uh, by Tyler Calvaruzzo. He's got a, a big piece up just today on Thursday, trying to track everything happening in June as the official visits reset the landscape for the 2023 recruiting cycle. For our producer, Lance Glenn, again, a big thanks to Alex Birchmeyer for joining us. We'll get him on once more uh, before he enrolls here on campus. I am Tyler Donahue. This is the Lions 24-7 Podcast. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.